Hello everyone, this is Will. This is Alex. Welcome back to another episode of They Mostly Come Out at Night. Oh baby, mostly. I... I... How... I... <laughs> why... I mean, yes, but why... Don't say why. I just... <sighs> we witnessed something tonight. Now you've seen this movie before. I have seen this movie before. Um, like a year or two ago. I have not. I did. I mean, you know, it's just one of those things. You, you, it's, you're, you got nothing to do, so you pick a random movie to watch, and you, not, you watch it not knowing in your head that this will end up one day on the podcast. Well, nothing. <laughs> let me just phrase it like this: nothing, and I mean literally nothing can prepare you for what you're about to witness if you choose to watch this movie the manitou uh nothing can quite prepare you i don't even think this episode is going to prepare you no for what you're going to witness in the hour and 42 minutes that this film has to offer because someone's going to listen to this podcast and be like they're exaggerating it's they're exaggerating it. They're they're embellishing details. No, 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 no. I'm not. There's no exaggeration. Like, I will tell you, first and foremost, um, we try to do our best to give the full, like, sure, we miss details and stuff like that, but we try our best to literally give you a caption on what we have witnessed. Um, before we do go into it, I just want to say that this movie's lit. This movie is amazing. It is really good. Like it's it's not like one of those bonkers movies that's like it's so like ridiculous. So bad it's, it's good. Yeah. No. No, cuz it's actually pretty good. And I I would honestly say it's probably like pretty overlooked. Like it's very overlooked. Like not a lot of people know about this movie. No, I It surprisingly only has like a 5.2 on IMDb, which I think is pretty low cuz I've seen some really fucking terrible movies that have way higher rating Way than this. higher, yeah. So, it's kind of sad, um, but I think it's just because... It's so weird. You said it even when we were watching this. I'm like, because, like, I'm like, why is this so overrated? And, he, and you're like, because this ain't normie bullshit. Mm-mm. This is not normie bullshit. This Normies is- can't handle this movie because it's insane. It is an insane movie. And a lot of insane things happen. And if you're the kind of person who apparently can't handle insanity you this is not the film for you but if you're the kind of person like us who loves insanity because we love horror movies and I love originality I love crazy shit and it's very it's a very unique horror movie like I've never seen anything like this it is very unique like it's I don't know it's so weird that it like keeps your attention the entire time because there's like a lot of weird shit going on, but it's cohesive and coherent. Like, yeah, it keeps it all together, and you just it's get it's it gets like so crazy that you just want to see what the hell is gonna happen next. Like, what are they gonna do now? And like, what's gonna happen now? And what the fuck is like that? And like, you just you have to know. And then for me, it was like I had to know how it concluded. I had to know what happens. Yeah, what insane shit they would do. And the final confrontation, I was not disappointed because it is the one of the most lit things we've watched on the podcast. So, <laughs> so I mean, 
let we'll get into it, of course, but uh, it it's just very unique and it's very just kind of batshit insane, but cohesive enough to make it like make sense. And this is a repeat offender. Yes, because the guy who made this also made Grizzly, which is okay. Grizzly was okay. Um, I but this is this you is, went fucking ham on this. This is better. Yeah, this yeah. is fucking. This is fantastic. Uh, so the Manitou. Let's get into it. Oh boy. Okay. So, so credit start is just a bunch of like masks, totems, kind of. Yeah, totems, symbols. And, like, yeah, symbols of different cultures and stuff like that, and it's just showing all the people. Now, I don't. I never thought this would happen on the podcast. First and foremost, I never thought in the like. What well, is almost two years now? Three. Two years, maybe. Yeah. I can't remember how long this podcast has been going, but I never thought we'd see a film with Tony Curtis in it. Of all people. Tony Curtis. Like, Tony Curtis, yeah. I love Tony Curtis, but, like, my God, I never thought we'd actually Tony get Tony Curtis in a horror movie. It's weird. It is. But it kind of works. Oh, it does, because, I mean, I I love the characters in this. I like Tony Car- Curtis's character the most. I think he was my favorite character. I just in this love movie. that the main character of the movie is just this schlubby, like, psychic dude who just knows he's full of shit and doesn't care. I just love it. It's great. I mean, we'll get into that more, but uh, yeah. So Tony Curtis like shows up on the credits, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Already, I'm baffled. So. <laughs> So you know it's going to be a ride from there. And then after the credits, the first thing you get is a bunch of, like, x-rays of a tumor on a woman's back. That's growing at, like, a really rapid rate. Yeah. And it's just them talking about how it's growing, and it's it's baffling everybody. And they talk to her. They bring in, like, a a tumor specialist, and that's who's looking at the... It's her doctor and the tumor specialist looking at the tumor. And they go out, and the tumor specialist looks at the tumor... And they go into another office where there's like a diagram of like a baby of fetus, a fetus development. And he's like, "Well, I just I can't. I've worked in for like I've been a tumor specialist for like six years, and I've never seen anything like this." And he like the doctor's staring at the little diagram. He's like, "It's weird. Like I've never seen anything like it." But that this like it's kind of strange that on the X-rays looks, it looks exactly like a fetus, like a fetus growing in her shoulder. Yeah, on, on her back. Fun. Yeah, that's the first, like, five minutes. Yeah. Okay, we've established that there is a fetus growing on a woman's back. And they they also slightly, like, right before they see the fetus thing, they talk to her, and they ask, like, well, do you feel anything? And she says, well, sometimes it's moving. It, like, shifts around. Like some, she... Almost like someone is trying to, like, get more comfortable. Like repositioning in a bed. Yeah. Hint, hint. First five minutes. That's what you get. First five minutes. Now, Tony Curtis, uh, he's a phony fortune teller because what he's doing is he's giving a phony tarot reading to this woman. And it's just, it's all like vague woo-woo nonsense, but she's just, she's loving it. She's eating it up and like... And he like hands his hands out like give charity and she just gives him money and... She won't let go of his hands. He gets all annoyed. It just establishes that he doesn't give a shit about any of these clients. They're just giving him money, so he, like, has to pretend to give a to shit. To give a shit. And, like, as he's, like, letting her out, she's like, well, what's the what's the motto for the week? And he just makes up some bullshit. 
yeah and his can, neighbor is like listening and just like embarrassed can, i love this scene because you can tell he doesn't give a shit because he gives her the totem or whatever the saying the, yeah and then she comes back because she forgets it almost immediately and he says the saying wrong but it's like he like switches the words around yeah, yeah. he like says it wrong and then he just like lets her go and, and then he closes the door he removes his fake mustache. Well, before he closes the door, I love that little joke where she's like, man, your like, routine is getting really stale or everything. And he's like, I saw you yesterday. It's not... Yours, it's isn't, like going, you're going, yours isn't going well either. <laughs> so yeah, he like goes back in, takes off the mustache, sticks it to the wall. Uh, and like turns on his fucking disco. Oh. And just starts bopping and pouring beer into a wine glass. He turns on an absolute 70s banger and just fucking sits in, a, like, a shaving chair while drinking beer out of a wine glass. And immediately gets a phone call. And I like, wish I gave as little fucks <laughs> as this guy, okay? I really, I really do. This is our main hero, and I love it. Now, he gives more fucks as the movie progresses. But it's great. But right now, he gives zero fucks. No, I, I love it. I fucking love it. And he sits down and, like, gets a phone call, and it's the woman from the beginning. She wants to see him. Because she's worried about this tumor thing, because, like, no one can explain it to her, and she's wondering if it's something, like, psychic or something, like, that has to do with the occult or something. Yeah. And figured he would maybe know something about it. Because they, it's established that they had, like, a a history together yes like they dated or saw each other so but basically now it's like it's over but they get together and they go to the park and she explains things happen tumor thing and then he's like well you know like just the surgery will go fine because he he doesn't believe i i don't i i honestly think at this point he doesn't believe that it's like anything to worry about because they even talk about how like they used to work together and she always saw it as a joke and like he still thinks it's a joke but he sees it as a way of like getting money well and she sees how like kind of brilliant he is at other things and she's like well i don't know why you're still doing wasting that. your like, time why on are this? you wa- wasting your time on like basically rich old biddies <laughs> when you could be doing something good with your life yeah and he doesn't he like he doesn't care he's no. just like he's just like i i like what i do and pays I'm the bills keep doing it yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and like and so um they go into his house and uh, he's all like excited because she's there and they haven't seen each other in a long time. And he's going to, he's going to so get he's laid. Like, he's like, he's like, Oh my God, let like, let's do a tarot reading real quick. And she's like, no, I don't want any of that. She's like, come on. Stuff. That's stupid. He's like, come on. Let's just for fun. He does his reading and it's like very bad. Well, it's like, okay. So I did, I haven't done a lot of tarot reading, so I don't know exactly, but okay. Will. I'm sorry. I'm going to get a little. Okay. I have history with it. Okay. Okay. Will. Uh, so the tower this he, is will's confessional podcast yeah. he lays down the tower the sun uh death and then the devil um i thought the death came i thought death well, no sorry it's the tower the sun devil and then death devil and then death yeah. so um the death is the cross which is like the what's going to happen at the end of this fucking thing so he lays down all three of them because the tower is really good death because the tower is really good if it's upright but it's reversed and then he gets the sun, which can mean good things, but it can also mean really fucking awful things. And then, of course, death is never... Uh, the, the devil is never good, and no. death, death is never good. Yeah. And so, then he's like, okay... Really bad fucking cards. And he's like, okay, that's just a practice run. He tries it again. 
It's Literally. the exact fucking same cards. And he's like, ah, this is stupid. Let's go to bed. Well, she can tell something's up, like, because he like gets, he kind of hesitates when he's like, oh, well, you know, this is just this is stupid, shit. stupid. Let's just forget about it. And they go to bed, you know, post sex or whatever. They're laying there, and she starts like talking. What's the saying? Do you remember? It's like Pana Glitchy Sanitu, something like that. Yeah. Which, yeah. Pana Witchy Sanitu. Pana Witchy Sanitu. And she says it like twice, and he's just like, okay. And it's the next day, he's dropping her off at the hospital for her like surgery where they're going to try to remove it. And he like, he's kind of like on edge because he he, like asks her, like, what does like this mean? What does Pana Witchy Sanitu mean? And she's like, I don't remember saying that. He's like, maybe it's, it's a word of love. And he's like, okay, whatever. So she goes in, and then he decides that he's going to go in, too, and talk to the doctor um, because some weird shit's going on, obviously. And so... Well, no, first he goes back. Oh, you're right. Okay, sorry. Because he goes back to his apartment. I forgot about this. For another session. I can't believe I forgot about this fucking... This bitty. Insane scene. So it's... We get first... It's her in the operating room. Yes. And they're looking at her, like, tumor in her shoulder... And they're gonna operate. Doctor asks, asks for a scalpel, and he like goes, almost touches the tumor, and she like comes out of it. And her heart rate like accelerates. Yeah, and she starts saying the same thing. Pana, which he sent it to. And then the doctor like, kind of like starts shaking, and then he takes the scalpel and starts slashing his own hand, and everyone subdues him, and then it goes back to the guy harry he's doing another session with this old woman and it's all going fine they're having a a laugh and he is talking like oh your days are gonna go well like well because he's just laying down cards like willy-nilly and doesn't really care and finally he gets the death card and she immediately like seizes up and stands up and starts like shaking and he thinks she's having like a stroke or something, but she starts saying the same fucking thing. And he tries calling the ambulance and like, uh, you know, like she keeps getting up, he keeps helping her down and everything. And then she finally fucking like starts walking out of the apartment. But she keeps saying the same thing. Yeah. The panna, what she sent it to. And then she walks out of the apartment and then like floats, just fucking floats across the hall, like suspended in air. And I, I love this. You know it's an old movie when they do this. She fucking yeets herself. She yeets herself down the stairs and smashes through every fucking railing. I love the I love effects of like 70s and 80s movies. Because you know they would do that. They just love fucking destroying shit. Like if it, if it was a modern movie, she would just fall down the stairs and break her neck. Yeah. But it's an old movie. And in those old 70s, 80s movies, they would smash into every object <laughs> on the way They're down. like, nah, nah, okay. She could just fall down her st- the stairs and break her neck. Let's have her run into every single fucking peg that's on the stairs and smash everything on her way down. So you see this old lady smashing through every peg, and it's great. <laughs> every peg holding up the railing gets fucking destroyed. Oh, like I love she's it. Like she's a fucking old bowling ball just going for <laughs> it. Like... <laughs> Oh, that's great. And then she's dead. 
because after this he goes to the hospital that's when he goes to the doctor i'm sorry i, I don't know how i didn't have any of that in my notes yeah. that's why i just skipped to the doctor and then he starts telling the doctor like all this shit and like the doctor's himself is kind of like on edge yeah because by this point he knows like the surgery didn't go right so he's like he keeps asking him, like what the hell happened like why didn't you do the surgery and the doctor tells him like basically like her body started like freaking out like all her vital signs went insane right before they were gonna cut and he's like well like you can talk to her but she's very weak right now yeah so he goes to talk so you know tony curtis's character goes to talk to i can't remember his name in the movie harry 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 goes to talk to karen and he's like you know he asks her like you know what happened and everything and she's just then he says the thing again yeah and she just screams she just screams as loud as she possibly can and then we get then then it fades to like him going the, somewhere so harry is going to seek out help so he thinks that another psychic the psychic that taught him yeah can help him out with like what the hell's going on he goes to see this woman and it's like her husband they have like a little it's like an antique shop or something and like you said she's the woman who originally taught him everything and of course she jokes like saying like you're literally the worst student i've ever had but basically when she married this other guy she explains that like she, she quit. stopped doing that that stuff. stuff yeah but he needs anybody's help he can get anybody so the husband after them talking a while because he sees that tony Cur- that harry is desperate he's worried he's like he's like you know what just this one time we'll and do the, it and then we'll do it and then she says like okay well we need to like do a seance at where she lives and you said it yourself you know what happens in every horror movie when they decide to do a seance now every any horror movie that's worth its salt when there's a seance shit goes down shit of course shit is gonna happen it's a seance that happens in like the beginning like sort of the beginnings of the movie the first 30 minutes yeah yeah and they go to like her house and they have her like landlord or whatever or roommate or something and they all sit around a table turn off the lights they start doing their shit and then she starts summoning the spirit like some weird like and all the lights there's like this green glow glow and in the middle of the table it's like this black marble like tile in the in the middle of the table and suddenly like the landlord or whoever like this voice starts coming out of her and it starts saying Pana Witchy Sanitu. And this figure, this head, starts slowly coming out of the middle of the table. This, I cannot believe that this movie is a low budget it's movie. It's low budget, yeah. Because it looks, it like, there's, well, so there's one thing that I was bothered by that didn't look great. But uh, this scene looks fucking fantastic. Yeah. Well, because it's all practical yes and it's like i know how they did it they probably just had like a pool in the middle of them with like black water and they had this like puppet head coming out but i don't give a shit it looks great so yeah this fucking tar covered thing starts fucking floating out of the middle of the table yeah and it starts like like mumbling something and starts talking to them but it's talking through the the woman and then, like, the lights, uh, and then it, like, she, like, opens her eyes and says the thing again, and then the head goes down, and then the fucking, like, 
chandelier starts fucking like going insane and the window like explodes in this lightning like it's the fucking table that they're sitting at and cracks it in in half half. yeah and it fucking like splits everything in half and then like finally like harry like turns on the lights everything's back to all stops but they're like immediately like yeah this is something serious and they start reading through and they start like saying like that the that thing looked familiar so basically, like, and one of them, the is, landlord says, "Like, oh, it looks like one of those like wooden Native American things, statues that you yeah, see, exactly, in like uh, in front of a cowboy store." Yeah, and he, and so they start reading through like folklore, and they kind of find out about like basically this whole idea of like how an Indian medicine man could like reincarnate himself in someone else. They talk about how his... like, generations later. He can so basically, the way they describe it is like his manitou, his his spirit, yeah, can manifest in like something in living in the past or in the present or in the future, yeah, um, and it can manifest itself on like a a child, a human, or an animal, or an animal, and but he wants to know more information, so he's like, what can we do? And he's like, well, let's go talk to the guy who wrote the book. Yes, and so they find him, and we get Burgess Meredith being hilarious because he's a fucking like old professor who doesn't give a shit about anything senile stumbling old man with a dirty ass house and he presumably like the they had the doctor call him the doctor at the hospital called him and explained it so it's like official but they go to see him and he's just like well you don't need me you need a fucking psychiatrist or something because he's like well my he's like this woman i know has a native american man possibly growing in her back he's like oh well you don't need you me. Don't need you need a fucking doctor. And he's like, well, I don't know much about that and everything. And like, he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm I just study. He's like, he's like, this is a legend. Yes. This is just something that was passed on generations and generations. Like, this is something that that is just a legend, folklore, etc. And then he's like, well, is there more you could give us? They go upstairs into his fucking web covered attic. Yes. And then he's like, to do the words, Pana Wichi Salatu mean anything to you? And then he kind of like, you know, the light bulb in his head goes off. Because it means like something like, my, like your death will be my rebirth like, or something. rebirth yeah. resurrection. Mm-hmm. And he tells him that it's like this is like a le- this is a language of um, I don't remember the name of the tribe, but they lived in like northern California like four hundred years ago. They've been like long gone. And so there's no, there's no like written history about this tribe. Like all that's known about them is like things that have been passed on from other tribes. Yes. But, and it, but he basically tells them that like, you have to understand that like with like Native American societies like, like that magic, black magic, it's not something that is like easily comprehended by us, and that if you're talking about a, a medicine man from presumably 400 years ago, like he is from a time when this magic was very powerful yes because there was no written languages about it there was no yeah. like nothing to like kind of like it wasn't diluted dis- diluted yeah. yeah it wasn't diluted by like that was the word i was looking for european yeah like colonialism whatever it was pure so he's basically like the only way you can basically fight this because well, he basically asked because tony curtis asked him like well what do we do and he's like well the only thing you can do is 
basically fight fire with fire. Yeah, like seek out a, your own. And he's medicine like, man. I have to find like another medicine man. And he's like, Yeah, I'm sure there's some. <laughs> and he, I th- I th- after this, there's the certain next surgery. Remember where they use the laser? Yeah, this fucking scene. So the the guy so harry goes back to the hospital and he's asking the doctor what they can they do and he's tell well he tells him about this idea of his yeah like i'm gonna go find a medicine man and he's like you're insane well like he's like you're insane we're doing we're trying the other surgery and like harry's like what other surgery and he's like well we're gonna try a laser and then immediately he gets a phone call that something went wrong well because harry's like yelling at him because he like they did the surgery without harry like being there and yeah. knowing about it and then yeah the doctor gets a phone call and shit is just going bat shit and then they go to like the hospital room and everyone's like outside of it and they're saying that like the laser machine just went fucking haywire and it's just like karen just like standing in a corner with this giant thing on her back and the laser just like firing it's firing at people. It's firing at every everything in the room. It's just going insane. And then they like, again. The effects department just going destroys destroying fucking everything. Monitors, everything. fucking like stuff on the wall, like everything it can destroy. Just fucking the laser just fucking wrecks. And they eventually like kind of corner her, and she just says like, like he's hurt. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't he's hurt by the light. Yeah, but basically saying like he, he knows that you're trying to like hurt him. Yes. And he's in pain. He's hurt by the light. And they and the doctor kind of thinks about it and he just basically says that they've been pumping her full of like radiation from x-rays so much. Well, cuz basically they every time it grows, they've been doing more x-rays on it. Yeah. But basically saying that like if there is indeed like a person in there in her tumor that every time they do the x-rays it's like killing his cells well he even says he's like he's like if there is a person growing in there we've created a monster that it's gonna be like a deformed yes thing whatever it is is deformed as fuck yeah. because they've been fucking radiating it yeah and so harry goes to a reservation to find a medicine man yeah, so he runs into John Singing Rock. John Singing Rock, and like, and they already kind of joke about how like he's asked multiple people, and they've all told him no. Yes, absolutely not. He finds this guy, and he's again is like, I don't care. Like I have, I don't owe anything to you. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm not like, I'm not going to help a white man. Like, yeah, like this is literally all I have now, right. and you want me to like help you out with this nonsense? Yeah, and eventually convinces him and he's like what do you want he's like i want a hundred thousand dollars donated to like an education fund the, for, for like the indian american education fund and he's like yeah. okay what about you he's like, oh, i just want some tobacco for mm-hmm. myself so they go and oh, God, this fucking they go to the hospital karen's in the room and now the thing is like massive yes it's massive um, and he starts like he like does a protection circle around the bed. He so. puts like sand all around it, basically telling them like this is just temporary. It's like to hold his power, so he can't become so powerful that he like it's gonna like just gonna trap him to where they might keyword might be able to stop him might. But then they he like starts doing his like chants and 
she wakes up. Well, so he calls on like all the other spirit, like Manitou's, like so he calls on like earth, wind, wind, earth. fire, rock. Yeah, yeah. Because Manitou is basically, it's like a god. So you call on right a different god. It's like a spirit god, basically. And he starts calling on them, and Karen wakes up, and the it starts talking. What's the um, this Manitou's name? I always forget. McMacus. Yeah. Because the, the, the name of the... It says its name, because he starts asking, like, who are you? Yes. And it says that the name of the the fucking thing in the back is McMacus. And as soon as it says that, like, John Singing Rock is kind of, like, frightened. But it basically tells them, like, if like don't help them or I'll kill you. Yep. Well, because he's, like, he's, like, apparently Miss Macus was, like, really, like... Powerful. Powerful and, like knows that these like doctors have been hurting him because well, so he's, um, like, he's angry and he's extra angry that they have uh, another native american <laughs> yes. helping them but because he knows them because that's what he basically tell like john singing rock knows that like there's a long time ago there was this fabled medicine man and Basi- that's him basically he's like he explains it that it was like basically the most powerful medicine man known in history but he basically like, what he says is that he keeps like resurrecting himself yes. like this. Well, and and then can, once he gets to a certain point, he'll go to like it's basically like the Native American equivalent of like Valhalla. Yeah. Well, he'll join the gods forever. But each time he resurrects himself, he's stronger. And basically, he can he can make mountains. He can summon demons at will. Yeah. He can like manipulate time and space he can do like whatever he wants basically and that like if he gets to his like power that they're all he's basically like a fucking super villain they're all dead growing in this woman's back yeah if he gets powerful enough they're all dead so he does like a couple chants and everything because like the circle is still there and he's like okay well like let's all get some rest and we're going to like kind of like, wait. wait until, like, I guess wait until morning at the latest. At the latest. But he wants to have all his strength, so he goes goes to bed. But so, eventually, the... Harry is, like, pacing around because he's all worried about the woman. And he goes into the room. Uh, no, sorry. He doesn't go into the room yet, does he? No, it's... Um... Oh, there's an orderly in the room watching over yeah. Karen. Yeah. And then Harry is, like, he's on edge, so he goes and gets some medicine from one of the nurses, walks back. Well, and it's, like, I think this is also kind of, like, foreshadowing, quick quick foreshadowing, because he gets, the nurse gives him effervescent tablets, and they don't fizz in the water. They don't dissolve, yeah. They just fucking stay there, and he tries to mix it up and everything, and nothing happens. Mm. And then we hear a... Well, he starts walking back. Yeah. And this bloody face just smashes through the window. Through the window, he screams. John Singing Rock comes over, and they look in the room, and he basically says that he like invoked like some sort of demon that like stripped the orderly of his skin. Now, I will admit this is the only effect that didn't stick, because like. The orderly is just wearing red 
like red dyed. They just covered him in like fake blood. When he's wearing red dyed clothes, and that's supposed to be skinned, but you could you could clearly tell it's just like a like his uniform. Yeah. But it's covered in blood. I mean, my that was my assumption is that it's just his uniform is stained with blood. Because obviously he didn't remove his uniform. Right. But, I mean, when it's his face, it's just like, they just slathered it with fake blood. That's the only effect that I think didn't look good. It's fine. I mean, it's fine. It's serviceable. But I just like, it, all the other effects are great. Mm-hmm. And that was the only one that, and it's a small nitpick. It's like, it's it kind of like a little bitch. But like, it's just like, that's the only effect that didn't stick the landing. It's fine. Because what happens here is fantastic. So now the games begin. That the fucking thing is coming out of her. So we see like a hand like tear out her skin and like just like reaching out. out. And we see another hand like reach out and like tear the skin away and everything. And then we see like the face come out and then we see this little deformed Indian man crawl out of her body he's like four foot nothing and it's fucking great yes it's fucking great if you need to see a fucking four foot something grown indian man crawl out of a woman's back this movie has it yes for you so it's obvious that like he's been really deformed while he's been in there yeah because they've been pumping him full of fucking fucking radiation radiation and so then he's Singing Rock does some chants and we see the we see McMagus kind of like close his eyes and lean down and he's on his knees but then he starts like parting the that's um, later oh yeah because he puts um his head down and they're kind of like they say he says that he's like gathering his yeah, so he stopped for a, the moment. Just a but moment, he's, yeah. He's gathering his strength. So they're they're all out in the room and they're out talking about how they're going to fight this thing. Like, what do we do? There's a guy who wants to call the cops, and Singing Rod basically tells him that, like, and this does pertain later in the movie, that every object in the world, like, has a Manitou. Yes. So, because he tells them, like, we should call the cops. And he's like, you don't understand, like, those guns, bullets have their own Manitou. And if you're powerful enough, you can use them. So he would be able to, like, turn them against him. And that's how, early in the movie, when the doctor was cutting his own hand, he was basically saying, like, he's using the Manitou in the scalpel yes, against you. like a metal Manitou. Yeah, like, he, if you're powerful enough, you can use all these things. You can manipulate everything. Yeah, everything has its own, like, spirit, and you can manipulate it. And there's they have another orderly in the room. Of course. Well, because, like, the door's open and the chair is against the door and the orderly's, like, sitting right out against the door. And McMackis, like, wakes up and looks at the dead orderly. And he gets up and starts walking towards the one who's sleeping. And he wakes up, screams, and Singing Rock comes in and does, like, a chant and just knocks him down. And then McMackis starts talking through Karen... And basically saying, like, you like you dare defy me mm-hmm. and all this shit. And this is where he starts parting the little circle. Of, the little circle the and prayer breaking circle. it. Yeah. And then he like, he, like, sticks his hands out and, like, 
and he's like, "Oh no!" He's, and the room goes dark. He's like, "He can summon any demon. I don't, like, I don't know which yeah. one he's gonna summon." Because Harry's like, "What is he doing?" And Singarok's like, "He's summoning a demon." <laughs> and then he summons like a desert snake demon. Uh, yeah, I don't remember like this. I can't remember what uh, Singing Rock calls it, but they do have like a word for it. And it just starts. It's like this like lizard. It's like thing. a projection. And it starts walking towards them, and the doctor is with them and he like kind of starts sticking his hand out and they're trying to stop him but he like keeps going and then it says and then senior rocks like it wants like it wants his hand because he tried to cut it mm-hmm. and you see it bite his hand and then disappear <laughs> and then they take the doctor up and they like wrap a little like so so singing rock is gonna stay and fight yeah uh, miss Mackis and uh, Harry takes the doctor up to his and office. He just tells him like, "Be quick, because I'm gonna, I need you here to help me." Yes. And they take him up. They bandage his hand up again. One of the guys is like, "We need to call the cops." And, and they, them, no. Harry's like, "No, I'm gonna go help fight this thing." And then the fucking <laughs> I, Jesus Christ! The fucking she got ho- real hospital. Real fast. The whole place just starts shaking like crazy. Mm-hmm. So they're all trying to hold on to things, and, like, it's just shaking uncontrollably. Just the whole room is shaking like crazy. Like, everything's bouncing, and then Harry goes down, and he goes down to where the, where they're doing, where they're duking it out. Elevator door opens, and everything's, like, frozen. It's like a fucking, like, frosty wonderland. And he walks through, and he sees, like, the, the nurse, and she's just frozen in place. And then he walks into the room, and then he just sees John Singer Rock, and he's just got, like, these, like, lacerations all over him, and he's like, I, I tried. He's like, I tried everything I could to fight he, this thing. But he threw, like, all the surgical he's, instruments he's, at me. He's too powerful. Like, I don't know where he is. So they go out of the room, and they're walking back to the elevator, because they're going to go back to the, up to the doctor's office to figure out what to do. Yeah. And, like, fucking just things explode well he's the mick magus is like standing down one of the hallways and just like fucking launches like wind at them and and it's so strong that the frozen order the frozen like nurse her head comes off and blasts into the next room breaking some glass they didn't have to do that but they did and they didn't have to go that hard and Harry, you know, you're all thinking, like, this movie sounds insane. I assure you, it is insane. It is insane. Because Harry picks up, like, a f- like a printer or something. It's like a typewriter, I think. And throws it, just just whatever he can grab, he just yeets it, and it, like, explodes, and Mick Maccus goes away. Yeah. And so they go up to the office because they have no idea what to do, right? And they're all getting patched up, and Senorot basically says, like, because everything has its own mana too well because the guys so even singing rocks like well maybe we should call the cops maybe that ma- their mana to like the gun mana yeah. to can be Do strong some... enough to like hurt at least hurt M- miss mac because make mac is basically what happened is he threw the like printer at him and he says that because it's some it's like this new technology that like he didn't know how to like deal like, with it like basically a machine mana too yeah he, like, has, he has no, no idea, idea how, to, how to, to handle a machine manitou so it like caught him off guard and here he gets this insane idea so there's a computer and <laughs> this is okay you have to kind of bend your logic here but there's no a it's com- fine like i'm sorry in the logic of the movie 
It makes sense. Because there's a computer in the doctor's office that controls every single machine in the entire hospital. It's like the supercomputer. Yes. And he's like, what if we take this thing and just take all this energy and just overload it with power and like the machine manitous can help us fight mcmacus and we'll throw it at him yeah. just throw all the fucking machine spirit at him and well and like singing rocks like well that might work but we can't control the he might turn it back on us yeah we can't control the manitou because they have their own spirit yeah. and they we don't know if they're going to actually fight for us or fight for mcmacus because if he's good enough he can turn it against us yes but they're but he's like, what's the only thing we got? So so Little Rock decides to try. They they go down there, and he, um, oh no! So this is actually where the whole place starts shaking. That's where the earthquake happened, Nick. Because he's like, oh no! Because like, they're because like, Harry's like, that's a hell of an earthquake, and Senior Rock's like, that's not an earthquake. He's summoning the ancient one, and he's like, what's that? He's like think of like your equivalent of satan lucifer whatever like that's what he's doing yeah he's summoning the the... all-powerful evil god yeah and (laughs) they go down there and as they're going down he's like you have to understand like he like like he's also a master of illusion well we should also explain that like the reason it was all frozen is because there's like the demon of the north star or whatever yeah. and it can create winds so like strong and powerful that it can like freeze everything freeze everything yeah yeah and they go down there and they walk into the the they're about to walk into the like hospital room and this like fucking asteroids or something this come out fucking flaming ball of fire just comes shooting at them and they dodge it and they walk in it's and a- it's like space so we have the fucking hospital bed with uh, Karen on it, floating in space, and then we have the man at with McMacus. We have Miss Ma- floating McMacus, in the corner, like kneeling and floating in the corner, and then this giant astral globe, like kind of forming. I, I, and the the, I, the explaining thing- this, <laughs> I know it sounds fucking weird, but like it is just, weird. Just hold, it's great. Just hold on, okay? Like, it and it's just them standing in like a a doorway. It's connected to nothing. Just space. Space and just fucking infinite space. And Singerok starts doing his chant, like trying to summon the machine Manitou against him. And so, and then... So they, but Mick Mac is just laughing at him. We should say Harry gave the doctor, like, he's like, give us five minutes and then turn everything to full power. And so... doing battle. Yeah. So this fucking glowing orb keeps throwing asteroids and fucking flaming balls of fire at fucking Harry and Singing Rock. And it's just not working. And you see, like, the doctor at the computer, and it's, like, starting to smoke up. And he, like, overloads everything. And then, like, Singing Rock finally gets, like, like, he gets hit back or something. He gets overpowered. Yeah. And And so then Harry... (laughs) We see the doctor try to run away from the computer. And the machine Manitou just fucking blows him up he blows into little bitty pieces and john singer rock is like i can't do it like i can't control and it harry's like i gotta try and, and i then... got and then he goes up there and he starts doing it and eventually like they did mention this earlier like because b- b- before when he was trying to convince john to do this he was like how well do you know this woman it's like pretty well. It's like, do you love her? It's like, yeah. It's like that's good, because love is one of the most powerful 
forces yes to battle like evil or whatever mm-hmm. so and when he starts doing this she like wakes up the machine managed to manifest itself through her into karen and she starts doing a wizard laser battle with McMacus and the fucking glowing orb in space that's supposed to be the ancient devil. The great evil. The fucking and because, ultimate because, evil. Because his power of love is so strong that it did that. That's I can't why believe, I can't believe we're explaining this. That's why Singing Rock couldn't do it. Because he and didn't so, have it. Yeah, so we get like a little electric static going into Karen and then Karen raising up her arms flinging them forward and laser beams coming out of her arms and launching and at him. launching into McMacus and the fucking glowing orb and eventually she blows up McMacus and blows up the glowing orb and we just go back to the hospital room and there's just like a pile of ash an ancient fucking medicine man space wizard battle that is what we just witnessed that's what happens that is literally what happens. Mm-hmm. Machine, a machine spirit infests, infects a woman and makes her shoot laser beams to defeat an ancient 400-year-old four-foot medicine man and an ancient evil and his, that's floating yeah. in space. In space, yeah. Like, it's great. Like, you'll never, I guarantee you'll never see anything, anything quite like that. Nope. Okay? I guarantee that. And it's great. It is so unique and so oh, just great. fucking like a mind-boggling, but it works. I it don't does. know how, but they make it work. They do. And hey, the McMac is just a pile of ashes. He goes hugs Karen. Everything's fine. He says goodbye to John. Gives him his tobacco. He kind of like hints like, well, you know, he's just a spirit. Like, yeah, you destroyed his body, but... He's like, he's gonna probably... The spirit lives on. Yeah. End movie. And then, well, before it ends, it has this, like, fact... Blurb. In, like, like, Japan in, like, 1969. 1969. Like, a fetus developed on, like, the shoulder of, like, a a person. End movie. Yeah. Goddamn. Can you imagine the fucking pitch meeting for this? I can't. I don't think there was a I pitch meeting. I think the pitch meeting because... was like, hey, we're going to do like um, a possession movie, but it's going to have like Native American themes. And they were probably like, cool. This like cool indie studio was like, okay, well, here's $3 million. Cool. Just make whatever. Cool. We trust you. We liked Grizzly, so we trust you. You Grizzly made money. And like, hey, you know, with The Exorcist, like possessions are popular. Go for yeah. it. Whatever. Right. And then... They saw it, and they're like, what the fuck? And they made this absolute fucking mad lad shit. And then this dude was like, oh, I got you, baby. For three million, I'm gonna fucking get every dollar out of this movie that I can. Like, I didn't know this would turn into, like, a weird, like, science fiction fucking weird astral fucking battle thing. How do you even explain this movie? You're just like, okay, well, get let, let me just get this, okay? In a nutshell, a 400-year-old, four-foot medicine man grows on a woman's back and starts a space battle with another medicine man and her lover. Yes, her lover who's a fake psychic. How else do you explain it? <laughs> like... Basically, my explanation for this is just go watch it and witness it for yourself. Like, that's... Yeah. That, 
you need to. And here's another thing. I have read the book that this is based on, which is fantastic. But it is also like, again, because apparently I'm a fucking I'm a fucking old fart on the inside. Back in the day, you would have like what they called like, paper like like cheap paperbacks. Yes. Which was like a lot of like cheap horror books that were like 200 pages long. I love that kind of shit though. You would find them at the airport, and they were always like fucking bloody as hell, gory, great fun time. That was like 200 pages. And apparently someone read one of these and turned it into this movie. Because I've read this book. Our, our dude did yeah. that. The book is fantastic. So, honestly, if you like this movie, I recommend the fucking book. Because it's a great fucking... Th- just a ride. I would say if you like weird shit in your horror movies, definitely this movie. seek this out. Like, you need to see this movie. Yeah. Because, like, it's just so unique, but it works on so many levels. And it's just, like, really well done... Um, the acting's really oh, yeah. good. Like, like it's just a good, good characters. very unique yeah. movie that actually makes sense. It doesn't hold your hand, but then a, a lot, like most of it, is explained. And like, it's well filmed. Yeah, very... even the space battle. It's like because the fucking devil is the master of illusions. Yeah, he creates space. Yeah, to make them think they're floating in space. To basically make it all insane. Yes. But yeah, it's, it's well filmed. It's a good looking movie. Yeah. Good acting. Good characters. I, if, I don't. If you like bonker shit, just go watch it. I mean, yeah, look. Even if not, you just like horror movies, and like 70s horror movies, just go watch it. Y- you will never. <laughs> no one is going to make a movie like this now. No. This is from a diff- totally different era. No one is going to make a movie like this now. And it's a shame. Not even close, dude. And it's a fucking shame. Because this is great. This is fantastic. And it works on so many levels. Yeah. And it's just... I don't know. It just It's funny. It's... Like, I wouldn't say it's, like, really scary. But it is, like... It's got creepy moments. It's got creepy moments. And, like, that... Where the man... Where... It's more like... It's got a lot of oh shit moments. Yeah. It's not... Like, there's movies that are scary... But then there's movies that have lots of oh shit moments. I would say it's very shocking too. Yeah. Like it's very like, you know, like just like holy fuck! Like they actually did that. Like, like they went there, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, just a lot of like just surprisingly good moments in this movie, and I think it's a, like a really decent like, just a really fun like '70s horror movie that yeah. like a lot of people need to see. Oh yeah. Um, I know this. We're saying this at the end of this episode, but like, watch it watch it like just go watch it like don't don't let our commentary taint it because not that it's going to taint it because i actually do really like this movie oh it's great but like you just need to see it for yourself because like believe me when i tell you us explaining it will not prepare you for what you're about to see yeah because trust me you need to see the the visuals yes with your own eyes I think every every seventies horror movie fan does. You need to see it. So even if this gets to one person, please, I implore you, go rent this for four dollars on Amazon in HD. You can rent in it on very, very crisp. It looks HD. Good. I actually might buy this movie. Um, it look, like it looks fucking it looks immaculate. Great. Yeah, it looks really great. Um, 
But it's on Vudu. It's on Amazon. I think you can rent it on YouTube. Like, you can probably buy the fucking thing on Blu-ray if you want to. Yeah. Maybe. But just go seek it out somewhere. Yeah. Uh, whatever platform you use, you are going to have to rent it. We couldn't find it free anywhere. No. It might be free on YouTube if you really dig, but I, d- I doubt you're going to get a good rip. I would. S- I mean, I, I checked. I don't. I didn't see this free anywhere. But I think you should. I mean, it's just four dollars. Just it's HD. Like, trust me, this looks. Get some friends that like weird shit yeah. and just have a fucking blast watching this movie. Because even if you don't like it, as even if you don't love it like we do, I don't. No one will be bored watching this. How could you be? Like you won't be bored. Because like from start to finish, this movie does not let up. No, it's just, it's a constant escalation. It's great because it's not a slow burn either. It just it fucking goes for it. Yeah, it's just an hour forty minutes of fantastic shit, and it doesn't waste your goddamn time, which is great because we've had so many movies this year that just fucking waste your fucking time. They're like an hour. Like, why have we had so many movies that are like an hour and twenty minutes, and they just fucking waste all of it? I know it's just nothing. And then like the last like ten minutes, they're like, oh yeah, we forgot. They're like, oh yeah, something's supposed to happen. We have to have shit happen. Not this. Uh, so shitty, pretty. You can probably already guess, but uh, what would you rate this? I mean, look, shitty, pretty. It is our thing. Yes. I mean, it's not copyrighted, but it is our thing. And so, on our thing, on, on our, our thing, on our scale, it's only fair because the last movie we watched, Terror, I gave a nine. It's only fair that I give this a ten. I think it's a ten. It's only fair. It has to be, dude. Because like Terror was good. Terror was good, and was I will really say, good. I like. We've it had a, a good, a good little run here. Yes. Like a great little run of just two solid movies on both sides of the pond. Mm-hmm. One from the UK, and now one from the US. Yes, and it's great. But this has to be a ten, just because I really. I, I don't know. I, I don't have any, like... I don't have any bitch with this movie. I don't either. Like, I really don't. Like, I had that small, little, tiny, like, ma- like it's too nitpicky to even... But compare it again. to, like, some of the other shit. Well, yeah, that's why I think it's, like, too nitpicky. I'm not gonna, like, yeah. downgrade it just because I, like, didn't, like, one effect. One effect, because it, even... It, it's it's not it's not even that big of a deal. It's, it's such a nitpicky thing. It's the same year we had Alien Factor. It... It, this has to be a 10 for me, too, because it's probably one of my favorites that we've watched this year, like, of 78. Yeah, I mean, man, that's going to be a tough one. But I think, actually... I, I think I know what my best of the best is going to yeah. be, because honestly, I'll, well, I mean, we'll spoil it now. The next movie we're going to watch is the end of 78. It is the end, yeah. Um, and that one's not going to... That's not going to blow our minds, trust me. I mean, it might blow our minds of how bad it is. Because this is probably one of the lowest, lowest rated movies of 78 we're going to watch. <laughs> we're ending it on a special one. And I, I, I don't think it'll no. be good. Um, Whereas this, this is good. Yeah, it's this good. Is- I mean, it, I'll have to think about it a little bit harder after seeing this, what my best of the best is going to be. But I still think I know what it's going to be. I mean, I'm probably with you just because I've. But this will give me pause. I mean, this is like close runner-up. This if, is great. You know, this is a great movie. Like, this is really well done. I love Tony Curtis, so anything he's in yeah. is just fucking great. If I could see Tony Curtis be a sarcastic psychic fighting a 
400-year-old medicine with, man. With love and machines. I'm fine with it. It's great. I have no problems. <sighs> yeah, this movie fucking rips. <laughs> this movie is fucking fantastic. It is quite possible. I, I, would, I would go as far as to say it's pretty fucking epic. This is epic. It's, it's fucking epic. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus fucking Christ. This is almost as epic as that fucking fight in The Devil Express. Oh, the last? Where he, fucks, where he fucking fights the goddamn devil that can, in mani- the subway? That can manipulate fucking time and space and fucking transform himself into anyone. And he just... Uh, gold. God, I love this podcast. It's gold. We get to see so many incredible things. So, so many, many things. shitty things, but so many incredible things, too. So many shitty things, but every now and then, you get some gems. It's true, and we've gotten quite a few this year. It's been treating us pretty well. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, we've gotten some shit too, obviously, but like, because that's what the podcast is about. But we've been finding a lot of like movies that we actually really like. It's so. like a slot machine. It's great. Can't always win. Exactly. But sometimes you get the jackpot. Um, all to remember on the twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty fifth, we're doing a like kind of a Halloween. I say Halloween special, but it's it's just a live stream where we're gonna kind of talk about horror movies and stuff. We'll just the topics are gonna be kind of horror themed and Halloween because we love spooky shit and fall. We're, we're watching a fucking a fuckload of horror, like good horror movies <laughs> outside um, of the podcast. I mean, I've watched some shit too that are uh, are not part of the podcast that I fucking regret. You'll dis- you can discuss that. But we'll discuss that. <laughs> It's going to be just more horror-themed uh, discussion. The games are still going to be a mixture of... Ho- we play mostly horror games anyway. I mean, so. that's apparently, unfortunately, um, the shit. We don't play a lot of action games on the live streams. No. A few, but not. I usually it's shitty racing games and horror games. <laughs> so... I hope there's more so racing games. We hope you tune in on the 25th. Um, and, like... Just keep tuning into our episodes because, I mean, we're having a blast recording them. So yeah. if you don't listen, that's fine. But if you do, great. If you do, it's just hey, thank you. I mean, th- really, thank you if you if you do. So if you join our live stream, just come hang out, ask questions, maybe join the discussion if you want to. And you can listen to it after it's, it's gonna uploaded. Be, it's going to be great. And you can skip around the six-hour episode that we're going to po- yeah. upload. You can pick your favorite times. And exactly. Yeah. The beauty of technology. Oh, the beauty of the internet. The fucking internet Manitou treats us well. <laughs> um, My Manitou's feeling powerful <laughs> after this one. God, I love this movie. <laughs> I might go buy it. I might honestly go buy uh, it. I think this is on Blu-ray, technically. I think it is. I mean, I had to get that the, HD rip from somewhere. The rip we watched was really good. I might just buy it digitally on Amazon because that, that, like, the film quality was really good. Oh, it's no, it looks really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was the Manitou. Uh, just go watch it. I can't go say much it. more. Just it's ten out of ten. Just go fucking watch it. Enjoy it. Go enjoy the insanity. That they that did surprisingly makes a lot of sense. That they made the insanity that they made for you with love. Yes. That this these mad lads made for you. Yes. Please. Please. I implore you, don't overlook this one. Don't. Go watch it. You have to know. It's so underrated and so underappreciated. So overlooked. Um, but that's all I I, I could fucking go on for hours about how much I love this <laughs> fucking space battle, but. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> we'll let the podcast speak for itself. We'll let the, the podcast speak for itself. Um, for they mostly come out at night. This has been Will. This has been Alex. And we will talk to you all later. Bye. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, pew.